0: I need new music! Discover new music now. JJO. Madison Solid Rock, 941 JJO. It's Brock, and it's time to discover new music. And uh, joining me today uh, from a band that really, uh, we've been discovering new music from them since, I think, 2003, when their debut album. Now here we are, seven albums later. New stuff in 2022. Neil Sanderson from Three Days Grace. Neil, how
1: are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I really appreciate the time. I know uh, you said before we got started here that you guys are rehearsing getting. Yourself, I know, ready for the road. And May 6th, the new album Explosion's gonna be dropping. Obviously, we've heard the uh, first single, So Called Life, that is out there. I uh, heard it on JJ, heard it all over the place. Uh, and then a new video for another single off the album, uh, Lifetime, uh, has just been released. Uh, music videos still as daunting of a task as they were when you guys first started?
1: First two, the, you know, they couldn't be any different because, uh, um, you know, So Called Life was a performance video that we were. You know we it was like super hot we were in this like studio in hollywood that was like uh you know made up to look like a 70s apartment with no <laughs> air conditioning and stuff so it was just a sweat fest so the, yeah that one was you know that, that was definitely some effort but uh the second video is is definitely a departure for us and it's um something that we're pretty you know proud to be part of is uh we went down to mayfield kentucky for this video And we decided we wanted to shoot, like, sort of a documentary-style video with just real people, not actors. And um, there was a story that, you know, kind of touched us. And, uh, uh, you know, Barry lives near Mayfield, Kentucky, only a couple hours away. And uh, as a lot of people know, uh, back in December, they had, like, a huge tornado just completely demolished so much of the town. And, and, you know, it was kind of something that not a lot of people were talking about. You know, Barry knew a lot of people personally that were affected by it. Um, so we just decided to go down there. Uh, we reached out to the mayor and like the head of education and stuff to make make sure it was okay. and we just wanted to share their story and try to help them out a little bit and um so we documented some of the devastation down there and some of the people affected, and that's basically made up the video for Lifetime. Um, and then we've, you know, we just decided, yeah, you know, we we got kind of, we were pretty, you know, taken aback by some of the stories and just the utter destruction to see it with your own eyes. So you know, we we decided like beyond to go beyond that, like just for our summer tour, we're donating a dollar from every ticket to to support some of the charities that are trying to rebuild that town it was just crazy to see to see it all like you know we to go down there and just really see what mother nature can do but in the face of all that to, to meet people that are still putting one foot in front of the other and being resilient at a time like that is you know i don't know it's it's still it's it, there's hope still everywhere but man was it ever was it ever heavy for those people
0: unbelievable and you know for you guys and, and where you're at i, I i'm sure I, i'm Maybe may putting words in your mouth, but it's got to feel pretty good knowing that you're at this point now in your career where you can really make a difference with what you're doing, not just with the music that our people are hearing, but uh, besides the fact after the fact.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think we've always we've always just believed that if we have a platform and a, like an audience and a reach, you know, it would kind of be a waste not to use that sometimes to just, I don't know, get some awareness out on on just issues that people are going through in their lives that we might not otherwise know about there's just so much information overload right now you know just bombardment with you know international news and everything right that there's a lot of times there's stuff happening right in your backyard that you just really don't know about and uh so we've always tried to just Use that platform and, and just sort of give back. And, and if we have the opportunity to, and it feels good to do that. And, uh, you know, three days grace has always been about, you know, even in our music is about kind of overcoming challenges that you feel like you're, you not capable of doing that's, that's in our, that's been on in our music for 20 years. So I think it's important for us to like demonstrate that as well. When we,
0: uh, I just think it's awesome, man. So congrats. And I commend you guys for doing that. And I'm sure the people uh, in that area in Kentucky and really all over, uh, appreciate it as uh, appreciate it as well. Uh, you, you did talk about something there, kind of with uh, what we've been going with, going through, uh, whether it's, you know, the current events at, over in Ukraine and Russia and, and the pandemic, obviously. Did that have any effect on the album? Was, was this an album kind of written in real time? Or did you guys maybe try and at least shy away so the whole thing isn't like, oh, this is a pandemic album, if oh, that makes sense?
1: Definitely not a pandemic album. But having said that, we always write, you know, about our the, our lives in the moment and the lives of people around us and our music has social commentary in it as well and so yeah I, I think that certainly I mean even the title explosions um, in, and that concept there's a common thread through the album that just talks about you know everybody has a boiling point you know and everybody has a tipping point within them where they need they feel the need to kind of not necessarily explode in a, you know, in a destructive way, but a need to kind of get out and express yourself and be able to say what you want to say and do what you want to do and be who you want to be. You know, in modern society, sometimes that feels impossible or or really difficult. You know, you got to hear everybody's opinion. You know, sometimes you're afraid to voice your own opinion. There's this whole notion of cancel culture it's like you know sometimes it's hard to be heard and, and when there's so much noise everywhere and that kind of creates this like building up bottling inside of you that you just want to release you know and that that's kind of representative of the title explosions and even you know our first single so-called life touches on that is like you're just you you want to just jump out of your skin or express yourself or just blow up and but you know, do you do that? Like, like, is that the answer? Maybe that's not the healthiest thing to do. Or in the in the case of that song, do you kind of find something to take the edge off of that feeling that you have inside, that burning and that explosive power?
0: When you're writing a record now, is it still the same mindset? Obviously when you're in your 20s writing your your teens writing this stuff and now later on in life, how do you approach an album now 20 years? F- at down to what we're hearing as opposed to maybe in 2003 when you guys were together.
1: I think one thing that, that we really, uh, you know, we have, we make sure stays the same, making sure it's real in our lives. Like it's something that's going on in our heads, in our hearts, in our minds. We're very collaborative when we're writing a song, we put it to the test. Like we kind of put it through the the genuine test. Like, is this, is this like real for one of us or is this real for the people around us? Because that's the, that's the connection with our fans is that yeah, I think they realize that it comes from a real place. And we're just, we write about everyday struggles, issues, loss, addiction, anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff because we've de- dealt with it and we've gone through it. And I think that that makes a connection because people listen to that and they go, oh you know, I thought I was the only one that was feeling like this, but then I heard this song and it kind of speaks to my life, you know, and that's been the major three days, Drake's connection. So if it's contrived, we throw it out the window. It's like, it's not happening. We're not going to write a song about partying on a tailgate on a Friday night, even though I, I do from from time to time. Of
0: course. Yes, of course. course.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of, that remains the same. Now what, you know, what it is that is sort of on our minds or, or like, making us you know kind of feeling like we're needing to just push through life or just try to get through life or struggle through a situation those actual things those events that are causing that change over over time as you get older um but i think that same human trait of you know using music as therapy and trying to identify what it is in your life that's not right what you're struggling through or or whatever um and kind of contemplate how you're going to sort of overpower that and move through it i, th- I think that feeling kind of stays the same no matter how old you are or how long you've been doing it
0: madison solid rock 941 jjo it's brock discover new music and uh, joining me today neil sanderson from three days grace looking back you know at the bands that those early 2000 bands or bands really that started in the mid to late 90s and then really came in hit their stride in the early two thousands, three days, grace, you know, you guys are that pillar now in that rock community, obviously here 20 odd years later, since the, the first release. And now is it weird kind of feeling and knowing that the band is this pillar now when we talk about that music and we talk about rock music that you guys are there kind of holding up this now next generation of artists is that kind of a surreal thing to think about or do you think about it at all
1: yeah no I do for sure if we can be you know if we can be like a beacon for younger artists to kind of strive and not necessarily like be like us but just uh, to be able to hold it together for so long like that part's hard in and of itself like just being in a band with three other guys is like you know it's kind of like being married to three other people and you're going to see the best and the worst of them and uh you're going to share bus, and there's going to be some ups and downs and twists along the way and uh it's a challenge to hold it all together without like killing each other or <laughs> you know having major disagreements and you know we've had some twists and turns obviously with three days grace and uh and so yeah i think when when you know young bands ask me like what's the key i'm like make sure you get into a band with people who are who have a vision that's as grand as yours and like and you know and you want you want to swing for the fence and and do it long term and not just try to you know i don't know have some short-term success and you pat yourself on the back it's like no this is something that you can do for the rest of your life if if, but you got to surround yourself with the right people and you got to kind of just keep it together and not just you can't go you can't get out on the road and go crazy all the time or like i don't know it's just that kind of stuff where that's the longevity part of it is um staying consistent and then staying consistent in the music you know you don't need to be anything every you don't need to be everything for everybody in terms of music you know like some bands i see they like they've got like a super hardcore song and then they've got something that's super poppy and that works for some bands but for three days grace that's that's not our vibe we decided that you know we do what we do we do really well and fans connect to it and uh and so we we i think that we're that consistent band where if people are looking for that type of music and that type of message in the music that they can kind of you know always know that when they listen to us it's coming from pretty much the same place uh it's it may have a different vibe i mean musically we we experiment in that but uh but yeah i think it's just um it is cool that you know we're kind of considered. You know, if 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 like you say, like just a pillar in the you know in this in this genre, um, that's pretty that's a pretty cool feeling. I mean, everybody wants to leave a legacy, you know, in life, and uh, and you know the music lives on forever, way past when we're you know old or dead and gone.
0: Is there a a song on the record? that uh, maybe you're a big fan of uh, maybe like oh i really like if if someone were to ask you hey neil play me one song what, do you have one that that maybe stands out to you that you really connect with
1: yeah there's this song that's like a super banger that i can't wait for people to hear called i am the weapon oh and it's it, on the title. yeah it, yeah. It's like super heavy. I think it's going to be like a fan favorite for a lot when we play it live. It'll just, you know, I can already picture people like, you know, I can picture the place jumping and mosh pits and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And then, you know, I knew like with so-called life, our first single as uh, soon as we, that, that was mixed and like ready to go. I, I, I had a feeling that that one was going to be something that people would really attach to. It's just pretty aggressive for us. And we actually used a new uh, mixer for this album. His name's Dan Lancaster. He's He's been mixing the latest Bring Me the Horizon, and uh, he mixed the latest Muse, which sounds massive. And so that was pretty, you know, that's a pretty big change, changing up the mixer, because it that he's kind of the... The guy that kind of puts the final touches on things. And as soon as I, he finished that mix, I was like, "Wow!" Like it jumps out of the speakers. And so he, he did the whole record. So uh, I'm I'm excited for you guys to check out. I am the weapon
0: with the mixer. I think that's interesting. Was that something you guys planned? Was that brought to you? What what brought in the new mixer?
1: Um, really, it was just kind of listening to what he had recently done. You know, we were we were up for a change in that regard. And you know, he he was like young new guy. And then you know, we heard some of the new Bring Me the Horizon albums. Like he did he did Ammo. And and he did the latest one uh, that's got like Parasite Eve on it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were just like, wow, like that just sounds next level. It's so fresh and modern sounding and it sounds so awesome on the radio. And uh, so we just gave him a call and said, hey, like, do you want to mix our album? He's like, absolutely. He's he's this guy out of England and it just came back next level. It just sounds huge.
0: Well, that's awesome, man. I'm even more amped up even with what we've heard. We can't wait for for May 6th, obviously pre-order going on. uh, Now that we've gotten the important stuff out of the way. Uh, we could do rapid fire. Absolutely. Beautiful. Okay. Now uh, this is part drummer, rapid fire, part Canadian rapid fire, because of course you're from the great white North, our uh, brothers from the North. So I, mm-hmm. I I tried to tweak it the best I could for you. So first let's do the drumming rapid fire. Okay. No wrong yeah, answers yeah. on this, by the way, John Bonham or Neil Pert? John Bonham, ginger Baker, or Keith moon, ginger Baker, crash symbol or ride symbol
1: crash symbol all day
0: all day all day I, I figured as much just watching you play but i had to ask all right now on to the canadian rapid fire poutine or ketchup chips poutine oh, by the way what is a ketchup chip
1: uh it's just a chip that doesn't really taste like ketchup at all but it's like just uh, red and salty oh, Okay. Um, right. highly overrated <laughs> but poutine, that is rated right where it should be, right up there. It's is like, it's uh, delicious, absolutely. Gravy and cheese and fries, you cannot go wrong.
0: All right, would you rather see the the Thetis Lake Monster, a.k.a. the Lizard Man, or Ogopogo?
1: Uh, is the Lizard Man still alive? I think, I, possibly. I think we toured with the Lizard Man. The li- you, you toured with him? Yeah, well, there was a guy, he's tattooed green, and he's got like uh, some f- facial uh you know alterations and he was doing a uh, like a freak show in between the bands if that's uh, the guy i'm just gonna I, go with lizard man just assuming that that's him we kind of broke out a couple times you had, had a couple beers
0: uh, all right last one would you rather take a slap shot from gordy howe or bobby Orr? who would you rather take a slap shot from
1: where am i taking the slap shot to <laughs> uh, do i have a jock on
0: it, yes you have a jock on but i don't know if that's gonna help yes
1: Okay. Yeah. I, 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 well, I wouldn't want to take one from Gordy house. So uh, I wouldn't want to take one from Bobby or, but can I wear a helmet? <laughs> helmet I, I, sock, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take one from Bobby Orr. that's it.
0: Maybe the lizard man will come pick you up and take you to the hospital after yeah, your yeah, 100%. Uh, everyone. Don't miss out. Uh, May 6th, the new album Explosions, is going to be out three days. Grace, uh, Neil, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it.
1: All right, man. We'll see you soon. Take care.
0: Discover new music now on the homepage of wjjo.com in the JJO app or wherever you get your podcasts. JJO.